You are listening to Radio Maria Canada. We now present the Health Hub, hosted by Kathy Biasi. everyone and welcome to the Health Hub. I'm Kathy Biasa, your host, and along with our producer Alex Diaz and our production assistant Daniel Tersini, we would like to welcome you to our show this morning. Good morning, everybody. I hope you had a wonderful holiday. Good morning, guys. How's everything? Good morning, Kathy. Uh, everything's going fine on my end. Excellent. I didn't find the traffic too bad. First day back to school and I'm wishing all the, the students and teachers a wonderful first day back at school. Um, do you guys have any trouble getting in this morning? Well, oh. I did actually. Did you? Um, I have to. I have to commute, so I'm taking the train. Well, taking public transport, and so the train was about thirty minutes delayed because of signal problems. Oh no! But uh, that's why I left an hour early so I could uh, make sure that I'm. That's not a back to school issue, though. So um, that's too bad. In, in that sense, it was. Unfortunate, but uh, hopefully everyone got around safely today. Yeah, it's it's nice to see the we ha- we back onto a school and just hearing the the little ones' voices. It's really kind of nice to hear. So as I mentioned uh, just a minute ago, good luck to everybody. I hope you have a wonderful uh, year and uh, all your dreams and aspirations are achieved. And good luck to all the teachers out there. So happy first day of school to everybody. Today's show is live. Our number is four one six two four five fifteen thirty four. Please do follow us us on all our social sites. We are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and we are at the Health Hub RMC. And uh, please continue to send in your emails to thh at radiomaria.ca. Always love to hear from you. Um, we get lots of nice feedback and questions, so always happy to hear from you and get back to everybody uh, in very good time, I think. And please do subscribe to our podcast. We are the Health Hub. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, all your favorite podcasts platforms and uh, you can also find our podcast on the Radio Maria Canada website which is radiomaria.ca and on my website which is kathybiasse.com Last week's show, Self-Love, The Missing Piece to Weight Loss, with Betty Jean Bell is up. Uh, it's ready for you to listen to, so you can find that. Uh, Radio Maria here, the, the guys put it up on the weekend, and I got it up um, on my site uh, just last night. So it was a really good podcast, some very interesting information. And when you listen to it, you'll realize just why Betty Jean is so successful in motivating people, because she's just wonderful, wonderful to listen to, very energetic and very, very positive. So I wanted to talk to you um, a bit about walking through our grocery store. So as we move into the fall and the farmer's markets begin to wind down and our backyard gardens uh, are put to rest, we are um, forced to go into the grocery store to buy our produce. So I just wanted to give you a little bit of insight on uh, on the codes that you find on the produce in the grocery store. So that, that little sticker is called uh, a PLU, and it is a price lookup number. That's what PLU stands for. And the sticker not only tells you the price. Well, it doesn't tell you, but it's a code so that the the registers can read for the price. But it also is an indication of the number is an indication on how the fruit or vegetable was grown. It tells you if the produce was genetically modified, organically grown, or produced with uh, chemical fertilizers, pesticides, fungicides, that sort of thing. So here are just the basics. I'm not going to spend a whole bunch of time on it. It's very very simple anyways. So if it's a four number PLU, that um, means it was produced conventionally. So traditionally with the use of pesticides. So for instance, a small lemon code is 4033. If there are five numbers on the PLU code and the number starts with the number eight, that signifies that that uh, fruit or vegetable was genetically modified. 
Uh, so for instance, a genetically modified lemon, I'm just pulling this out of the top of my head. I don't even know off the top of my head if there is a genetically modified lemon, but uh, that would be 84033. So the number eight would signify that it's genetically modified. And if there are five numbers in the PLU code and the number starts with a nine, this is telling you that the produce was grown organically. So, for instance, going back to this small lemon, it would be 94033. Uh, interesting to Thanks note. Thanks for that, yeah. It's interesting. Next I, I time I go grocery shopping, I know what I'm looking for. <laughs> exactly. It's a lot of people don't know that. Um, and as we learned before in labeling, um, really produce is labeled as genetically modified. A lot of other, we don't have the, in Canada, I don't know if you, uh, herb, herb, Obey uh, told us that um, our labeling for genetically modified food is not really great, but this is one piece that you can tell right here on your produce if it's genetically modified. Also interesting is the adhesive used to stick the sticker onto the produce is edible, but the sticker itself is not. Right. So just just a fun fact. And one other little <laughs> tidbit, um, I wanted to talk to you about a shiny red apple versus a non-shiny red apple and uh, what this could possibly be due to. So produce develops a, natu- a natural protective coating. It's called the cuticle, and it protects, the, it grows this as it is growing, and it is... Um, it is for its protection. And after harvesting and before it's sent to the grocery stores, uh, a lot of the produce is washed and most of this protective coating is removed. So to replace this natural cuticle that has been removed, um, some will apply, uh, some produce is applied with a protective coating. Apples, lemons, avocados, cherries, nectarines, peaches, there are just a few of them. Um, the coating is edible. Uh, says Health Canada, and it helps to slow down dehydration and decay of the produce. Um, retaining this moisture um, is important, obviously, for the, the taste of the uh, fruit or vegetable, and it also increases the shelf life. So the coatings must comply with Canadian regulations and be acceptable for use in Canada. Uh, there are many types. Um, one is this waxy coating uh, that you'll notice when you are in the produce uh, section, you will notice that uh, organic apples generally aren't as uh, brightly shown as you will find that the non-organic apples are, and this is due to this right. protective coating. Um, the waxes are indigestible and uh, are said to pass through the body without being broken down. So just hmm. a, a few interesting things. Um you can polish up an apple on your on your leg in the organic section, make it look a little bit brighter. But uh, don't always, you know, the, the, the prettiness of a fruit or vegetable is always not necessarily the most important part. So just a few uh, tidbits for you as we go into uh, the school year and you're doing some shopping for your kids and your family. So In the lunchboxes too. In the so. lunchboxes. Yeah. So hopefully that Thanks. has helped some of you. We have a really interesting show today, and I must admit that the area of uh, algae and the consumption of algae, I I know a bit about it, but I need to learn more because it, as you will find out, algae is just uh, a wonderful, wonderful thing for us to consume. Our guest today is Catherine Arnston, and Catherine has a 30-year career as an international attaché for the Canadian and British governments. She's a publisher of an international magazine and founder of three startups. In uh, in 2009, when her younger sister was diagnosed with breast cancer and advised by her oncologist to change her diet to an alkaline one because it would help her heal, Catherine put her career on hold to help her sister. In the process, she discovered algae, the most alkaline, nutrient-dense plant in the world that no one had seemed to know about. Catherine knew algae would be a game-changer for the world if she could just help people understand it. And so her company, Energy Bits, was born. And we are going to talk today to Catherine about algae, the health benefits, her company, her history. And among the uh, many things that we will talk about is what is algae, why should we include algae in our diets, and uh, what are the differences between the two main algae, spirulina and chlorella. And we will be talking with Catherine after our break. Bring your tired and bring your shame 
Bring your guilt and bring your pain. Don't you know that's not your name? You will always be much more to me. And every day I wrestle with the voices that keep telling me I'm not right. But that's alright, cause I hear a voice and he calls me every day. When others say I'll never be enough. And greater is the one living inside of me than he who is living in the world. In the world. In the world. And greater is the one living inside of me than he who is living in the world. Bring your doubts and bring your fears. Bring your hurt and bring your tears. There'll be no condemnation here. You are holy, righteous, and redeemed. And every time I fall, there'll be those who will call me a mistake. Well, that's okay, cause I hear a voice and he calls me every day. Listening to Radio Maria Canada. We now continue with the program, The Health Hub, hosted by Kathy Biasi. Welcome back to our show, everybody. Do follow us on our social sites. We are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and we are at The Health Hub RMC. Catherine, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you for inviting me. I'm delighted to be here. Excellent. You're going to educate all of us. Uh, you are the guru of algae. I don't know if you, <laughs> it's a funny name, but uh, let's, let's, I, uh, we, I, I went over it a bit in your bio, but I think I'd like to revisit why you actually started your company, Energy Bits. Sure. Well, it is an interesting story and it's completely true. Uh, you don't, sort of wake up one day and decide you're going to become an algae expert. So um, it's, I kind of got backed into it. But I'm so happy to be here now that I'm here. So I am Canadian. I live in Boston. But um, 10 years ago, my younger sister, who lives in Toronto, uh, was diagnosed with breast cancer. And her oncologist advised her to change her diet to an alkaline diet because it would help her heal. Now, they didn't tell her what it was or why it would help. And I, I knew nothing about nutrition at the time. I have an MBA from 
uh, West Ivy School of Business at Western, and I was doing international economics. But I'm a really good researcher, and of course, I love my sister. So I said, I have no idea what an alkaline diet is either, but I will help you figure it out, and we will do this together. So it did turn out, I went to the internet, thank goodness for the internet, found out that an alkaline diet is basically plant-based, uh, so all your greens and eliminating acidic foods because your your body um, needs to have a strong immune system. She was going to go through chemo, and she did. By the way, she is 10 years cancer-free now, just in case anybody was Wonderful. worried. Um, so we're very sort of delighted and relieved that she's here with me still. So um, the, the phytonutrients in the chlorophyll that are found in greens are one of the important things that help build your immune system. Um, so she did change her diet to a mostly plant-based diet, eliminating other acidic foods like animal protein and processed foods and sugar. And um, that did help build her immune system as she went through her chemo. And, and uh, 10 years later, as I said, she's still cancer-free and still healthy. And in the process of helping her, I just started reading more about plant-based nutrition and alkaline diets. Now, this was 10 years ago, and it Plant-based diets are not were not the, in the mainstream like they are now. So, ten years ago, I thought, "Gosh, this is pretty powerful information. All science-based and research for decades. Uh, somebody's got to tell the world about this plant-based nutrition." And I thought, "Well, what the heck? It's so important. Why don't I give it a shot?" I had no nutrition background whatsoever, but uh, and I set aside my 25-year corporate career, uh, went back to school to study nutrition. I got a one-year certificate in health coaching because I didn't have time to get a registered dietitian's degree. Uh, then I taught nutrition for a year, trying to get people to eat more greens. I was in, I taught a course I gave for free at corporations and hospitals, um, helping people to learn about the importance of a plant-based diet. And I learned a very valuable lesson. I learned that everybody knows they should eat more greens <laughs> because they're, you know, even our mothers always told us to eat more greens, right? And this is why. But they're either too busy or they it's too much work to clean them or they don't like the taste or their kids or their husbands won't eat them. So, that, okay, if, I have, if I'm going to help people get healthier with green nutrition, I need to find something that's fast, easy, simple, and maybe it doesn't even taste green. So back to the internet, I went and started researching things, and I was looking at different green powders. And I recalled finding the algae for my sister. So I thought, heck, you know, I'm just going to circle back and take another closer look at this algae. Well, it was like Alice in Wonderland falling <laughs> into the rabbit hole because algae is the most alkaline food in the world. It's the most nutrient-dense food in the world. It has a 1,000 times more chlorophyll than any other greens, including liquid chlorophyll or wheatgrass is 25 times more chlorophyll than wheatgrass. Remember, chlorophyll is that healing nutrient. It's what makes plants green. Um, this is what her doctor wanted my sister to eat a lot of. So it has, algae has the highest concentration of chlorophyll. NASA and the United Nations say algae is the most nutrient-dense food in the world. The answer, world hunger. It's a multi-billion dollar industry in Asia where they don't take vitamins. They only take algae. There's two types we're going to talk about, spirulina and chlorella. And it's the most studied food in the world. So there are almost 100,000 studies that have documented all of the remarkable health benefits from the nutrients found in algae. But the problem is these studies and the knowledge has not moved out of the scientific community and into the mainstream. So I thought, okay, Algae is clearly safe, pure, nutrient-dense, gives everybody all the greens that they need without having to eat greens. I decided I was going to spend the rest of my life helping people understand algae so that we could help people be healthier naturally from a food, because algae is a crop. It's no different than kale or, or tomatoes or spinach. It's grown in fresh water and just pressed into these little tablets that you can swallow or chew. So it is a food, not a supplement. So I decided... I was going to spend the rest of my life helping people understand it because if they get, we get the proper nutrition into people, especially the greens and the chlorophyll, it will help them avoid major illnesses, chronic illnesses, and correct the ones that are there or certainly help correct them. 
So that's the story. It's a, it, and it's a great story. You know, you know, such goodness comes from necessity, right? Uh, what's that You're saying? Uh, um, necessity by invention by necessity or something like that. But, you know, you've right. taken a story that uh, or a situation and you've turned it into something that's benefiting so many people and um you are you are preaching to the choir when we're talking about (laughs) nutrition and cancer patients that's just my wheelhouse and i i look to these foods as you have because uh for two reasons it's always best to get food to get our nourishment from food that's the most synergistic way to get our food and when someone's going through cancer treatment going through chemotherapy uh, yes, they absolutely have to become stronger. But another thing is a lot of oncologists will will recommend not having supplements. So I think a key piece that you said here, too, is that algae is a food and it's Correct. not a supplement. And when you're talking in the cancer sphere, that's something that that is is important and needs to be distinguished now. Right. We, we talked a little bit about it, that it is a crop or you talked a little about it. That's a crop. But. What is what actually is algae? Is what differentiates okay, algae algae question. from other things? Exactly. Well, I'm so glad. And this is I've had to dial it back to help on. You know, when you, the problem when you learn so much about something, you become so deep in the weeds and all the detail. And so, I have learned to I hope explain algae in a in a from the top down. So let's 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 dig into that. So number one, algae is a food type just like vegetables and fruits, right? So it's a type of food. And just like vegetables and fruit, you have different types. Let's take fruit, for example. You have different types of fruit. You have bananas and you have oranges and you have peaches and whatever. Well, algae also has different types of algae. The two main types are seaweed and microalgae. Okay, so you're with me so far? And also, let's go back to the fruit example. Apples were a type of fruit. And even within apples, you have different types of apples. You have Macintosh, Granny. Um, uh, it, anyways, there's lots and lots of different uh, types of apples. So same with algae. We talked about seaweed and microalgae. So uh, the seaweed, you have both basically red and brown. And then within microalgae, you have blue-green and green. So, but within blue, green, and green, there are thousands and thousands of different strains, almost all of which are grown wild in the ocean or lakes or swimming pools or your aquarium, and you don't want to eat that stuff because it's poisonous, partly because algae absorbs whatever's in the water. So if there's toxins in the water, there'll be toxins in the algae. Just like if you go to a swamp and you take a glass of water from the swamp, you can be pretty sure that there's going to be toxins in there. So that, that doesn't mean that all water is toxic, it's just the water that's in that swamp. So it's very, very important that people understand that um, the two algae we're going to talk about, one is spirulina and one is chlorella, are crops. These are not found wild in the ocean. They are cultivated in fresh water. We grow ours in Taiwan in water that is triple filtered spring mountain water. And, and we test it there and we test it again at an FDA approved lab here in the United States to prove that there are no toxins and that the nutrients that are in them are exactly what we say is there. So it's all evidence-based. So so algae is a food group. Within that, you have these two types, seaweed and microalgae. And within, and within microalgae, you have blue, green, and green, and two of the top algae, and the only ones really you want to eat within the blue, green, and green category are spirulina, which is a blue-green algae, and chlorella, which is a green algae. Um, spirulina, by the way, was the very first life on Earth four billion years ago. So before algae, there was just gas and water. And for whatever reason, um, spirulina algae started growing and it releases oxygen uh, as it's growing. So after about a billion years, there was enough air, oxygen on Earth so that other life could form. So you have to say to yourself, there's got to be something special that was the first life on Earth four billion years ago and it's still here. Right. Mm-hmm. And 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 there is nothing that can compare to the nutrient value that you can find in these two algae. 
and I'd like to go through and explain the differences between the two because they are as different from each other as night is from day and they do different things in your body. Absolutely. I just want to regroup. You're giving a ton of information. So uh, a big piece here is that the algae that we eat is cropped. It is um, grown in specific environment because um, it can absorb so many toxins from from where it is is living in a natural atmosphere. So really important for people to to understand that. I don't want you to go fishing through your fish tanks eating algae. Why? Yeah. <laughs> we're definitely going to get into the difference between spirulina and chlorella. I I think I want to leave that for the second part of the show because I think okay. it's going to. Uh, I, I don't want to cut do you that. off at all. Yeah. Who can benefit from this? Uh, I have a two-part question. So who can benefit from this the most, or we can all, I'm not sure. And is it good for children? I want to do that as a, like a sort of a one umbrella question. Is it good for children? Absolutely. Well, first of all, everybody should be taking algae every day forever. Um, And if I do my job right in 10, 20 years, that will be the outcome. Uh, It's also, it's not just good for children and adults and seniors. It's also good for the pets. And I'd like to point out it's good for the environment too. This is the most sustainable, eco-friendly crop in the world. And institutions like the United Nations, World Health Organization, and frankly, even the White House here in the United States have identified it as the most important crop for our future because it is so nutrient-dense, it um, grows so quickly, and it grows, uh, it uses uh, about a hundredth of the land, a tenth of the water, and um, it's it's so sustainable. And almost all of it's grown in Asia, so you won't be seeing any of it grown in Canada right now. But there's, um, but even the um, so the U.S. White House passed something called the Algae Agricultural Act in January of, of 2019 to encourage farmers here in the United States to grow it because it's basically all grown in Asia. So, so let's get back to who it's good for everybody, but particularly if you are someone who is not getting uh, balanced nutrition, and quite honestly, that's all of us. We all know that over the last 40 years, our soils have been monocropped, and there's been lots of pesticides used, so there's virtually no minerals left in the soil for the plants to absorb. So even if you're eating organic, and even if you are eating greens, it's very hard for your body to get the nutrients that it needs to be healthy and at its optimal performance. Algae is the most nutrient-dense, eco-friendly, as I mentioned, non-GMO, organically grown food. Uh, and, and ours, as we'll talk about later, it doesn't even use high heat. It's not processed. This is just like dried kale chips, except as a thousand times more nutrients. So especially if you are not eating healthily or organically, Algae is valuable for you. If you and your kids aren't getting enough protein, algae, because algae has the highest concentration of protein in the world, 64% protein, which is three times the amount of protein as you would get in chicken or steak or any kind of animal protein. If you have a health condition, um, doesn't matter what it is, heart disease, um, skin disorders, anything, and that would be pretty much all of us. We all have something going on. Algae is for you. And, and there's the two different algae we'll talk about, it, but why you need one over, over the other. Um, children, it's terrific for children. We know that they don't like to eat um, greens, and maybe they don't get enough essential fatty acids to help their brain develop. In Japan, if babies cannot digest mother's breast milk, the only thing that keeps them alive is spirulina dissolved in water. And I found out it's probably because I noticed that the nutrient profile of spirulina is virtually identical to mother's breast milk. All the same aminos in the same proportions and even something called GLA, which is an essential fatty acid that helps the brain develop. So it's great for kids. We just say, you know, give them one or half a tablet uh, per their age. So if they're four, give them two a day. Kids love to chew them, by the way, because it turns their tongues green when they chew them. So they turn it into a game. And pets love them. Just want to forewarn you, if you give your pet some of these, they are going to hound you for more. And I'd like to point out, animals are smart. And so they know what's good for them. And so the fact that they love them, we had somebody tell us they went hiking in the Adirondacks a couple of years ago and the bear came into the, uh, their camp and so they ran for shelter. And when they came back, 
They found the bag of supplements they had brought with them in a baggie was still intact, open, but all, everything was there. The bag of energy but spirulina tablets that he had had been ripped open and licked clean. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Catherine, I'm going to stop so, you right there. We're just going to head up uh, into the break because I want to make yes. sure that I've got a, enough time for you the second half to really yes. go into explaining the you differences. Bet. So we're just going to take a very short break and we'll be right back. Radio Maria Canada, a Catholic voice wherever you are. To contact us and be a part of the show, please call 416-245-1534. We now continue with the program. Here once again is your host, Kathy Biasi. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking with Catherine Arnston about uh, algae. It's a fascinating conversation. I don't want to hold you back anymore, Catherine. Let's get into the difference between uh, spirulina and chlorella, uh, how you incorporate these into your products, and um, and let's get to it. Sure. Um, so spirulina, as I mentioned, is a blue-green algae, and because People have a hard time saying or remembering the different words. We we don't we gave ours brand names that people can understand better. So spirulina is an energizing algae. So we call ours energy bits. Makes it easier for people to remember. What uh, um, the spirulina does is multiple things. It gives you energy mentally and physically. Uh, our first customers actually were endurance athletes, marathon runners triathletes, uh, and they loved it because it gave them steady energy and did not upset their stomachs like some of the gels and bars do. Uh, Technically, spirulina is a bacteria. It does not have a cellulose wall, so there's nothing for your body to break down for you to get access to the nutrients that are in the spirulina. Um, And also, uh, the protein that's in spirulina is the highest in the world. As I mentioned, it's three times the amount of protein at stake. And what's important for people to understand is that normally when you eat animal protein, your body has to break it down into amino acids before it can be absorbed. And this can take two to three days, and you always end up about 10% of what you ate as amino acids. In the spirulina and the chlorella, the the, um, protein is already in amino acid form. So, again, there's nothing for your body to break down, so you get instant access to the protein, which is one of the reasons why it's so energizing. So it's... It also um, 
has all the B vitamins. B vitamins are what convert glucose into energy. So that gives you um, more physical and, and uh, mental energy. And it's loaded with essential fatty acids, which help with your brain development. So um, because of the essential fatty acids and the protein, um, spirulina is also very satisfying for your hunger. So if you take a handful or even five or ten, um, your hunger will be gone. There's 40 vitamins and minerals, and yet you just had a snack. If you took 10, there's only one calorie per tablet. So for 10 calories, you can be full for a couple of hours. So it's, it's really great for energy, focus, hunger, intermittent fasting, dieting, nutrient, uh, just filling in missing nutrients. Uh, it, the high protein also helps with your skin and hair health. So we have another version. We found that women weren't attracted to our blue packaging for our energy bit. So because it helps your skin and hair health, we made a, a second version of it. It's exactly the same, spirulina, but we package it in pink and called it beauty bit. Huh. Uh, and we, uh, we find women are really attracted to that, and they, uh, we sell it mostly through spas. Um, so that's spirulina, high-protein, Lots of B vitamins, energizing mentally and physically, satisfies your hunger. Um, great for just filling in any nutritional gaps. It is a food-based, whole food-based replacement for your vitamins. It has everything in it that you need, but from food. So your body recognizes it, absorbs it quickly, and uh, puts it to work in, in good, in, in, in short order. You will notice a lift in your energy within 15 or 20 minutes. Now, I just want to, you know, caveat that there's no sugar, caffeine, chemicals, nothing. There's no stimulants. So don't expect a lightning bolt from the sky <laughs> for energy. Uh, you'll just feel, the best way we describe it is you feel fresh. You feel like you had a great night's sleep. You just feel alert. Um, and it's easy for anyone to digest from babies to granddads and grandmoms. Um, so it's the safest, purest healthiest food you will ever put in your body, certainly ours, because ours is so pure and toxin-free. So that's spirulina, very energizing. First life on Earth four billion years ago. Chlorella is a green algae. It shows up on Earth a billion years after spirulina, and it is a plant. It has a hard cellulose wall, um, and I'll talk about that in a minute. You know how spirulina, I said, has the highest concentration of protein in the world. Chlorella has the highest concentration of chlorophyll. Now, remember, 10 years ago, this is one of the main reasons why my sister's oncologist wanted her to have an alkaline diet because of the chlorophyll and the phytonutrients found in the greens. Chlorella has the highest chlorophyll in the world. Uh, that's why it's called chlorella, because of the chlorophyll. <laughs> now, chlorophyll is a, um, a pigment, but it's a fat-based pigment. And the reason why that's important for your listeners to understand is that all of your health issues start at the cellular level. So it's really important to keep your, in your biome, your cells healthy. So the, and the way to do that is with healthy fats. That's why omega-3s are really important. So chlorophyll, because it's a fat-based pigment, heals your cell walls. And, the, and so, so I, it's always considered cleansing. Chlorophyll is very cleansing and healing. And what that means is that it helps nutrients get into your cells and toxins to get out. The best way I describe it, the analogy I use is it's like windows. You know, if you have dirty windows, you can't see out and you can't let sunshine in. Not an optimal situation. So chlorophyll is effectively your window washers for yourself. <laughs> I tell people taking chlorella every day is like giving your body a shower from the inside because all that magnificent chlorophyll is going to work and it goes through your liver and down through your colon and it's healing and cleaning as it, as it, as it goes down. So chlorophyll is very, chlorella is very cleansing for that reason. Uh, chlorella is known as a healing recovery algae. That's why we call our chlorella recovery bits because it helps you recover from your day, from your workout, from drinking, if you have any glasses of wine at night, it just helps recover from anything. One of the ways it does that is it has a very, the hardest cellulose wall in the plant kingdom. Spirulina has no cellulose wall, chlorella has the hardest. And the reason why that's important is that that hard cell wall attaches to toxins in your body. It doesn't matter whether it's metal, um, any heavy metals like iron or mercury or radiation, 
or athletes use it uh, to pull out lactic acid. It pulls out whatever should not be in your body and it leaves everything that should be there. So all the healthy minerals like magnesium, potassium. Uh, in fact, chlorella, like spirulina, has 40 vitamins and minerals in it. It doesn't energize you, but it has all these important minerals. So it was used at Chernobyl, Fukushima, Hiroshima, because it pulls out radiation. Uh, we have got clients who use it to pull out excess radiation after they've had a, a chemotherapy treatment because it will pull the excess chemo out and you won't be as sick. Uh, if you are exposed to any radiation, uh, it will pull it out. We have we work with biological dentists who use it to pull out mercury because when you're pulling out um, old fillings that have mercury in them, the silver the silver fillings, uh, this will help remove the mercury from your body so you don't it's not toxic to you. So it's remarkable uh, and it's been used as I say for decades for healing and pulling out toxins. Um, the other reason why it helps you recover is because other really wonderful nutrients, it has the highest RNA and DNA in the world. And as you get older, this becomes damaged. And so your health suffers and this will help your cells to grow back healthier. It has the highest tryptophan in the world, which um, is a precursor to melatonin and serotonin. Serotonin is what um, helps you sleep at night. So the chlorophyll, the chlorella helps you um, be a little more calm and helps you sleep. It won't make you sleepy, but it does help you sleep better. Um, so there's, uh, and just to circle back on the chlorophyll to show you how important chlorophyll is to your body, your blood, your hemoglobin, is structurally identical to the chemical composition of chlorophyll, and you can go online to see that. The only difference is that in chlorophyll, the central uh, atom is, is magnesium, and in your blood, it's iron, and that's what carries oxygen in your blood. Otherwise, they're absolutely identical. And in fact, during World War One, when they ran out of blood for transfusions, they used to give the injured liquid chlorophyll because they would heal just as fast, and also they used it topically because it would kill bacteria. So I can't emphasize enough how important chlorophyll is to our health and that chlorella algae has the highest concentration of it in the world. So if you're concerned about you or your children not getting enough greens into your diet, this is your answer. And you can chew it or swallow it. If you don't like the flavor, I love it because I eat it with sea salt or almonds. Um, so that's, uh, the spirulina doesn't is a tougher flavor to get used to for chewing, so most people swallow it, but you can certainly chew it. Both of them are chewable and swallowable. But, and th- this um, they, is the, the they, chewable and swallowable are your products, or is that the way it's always it, sold? Um, it's pretty much how it's sold. It also comes in powder. We don't sell it as powder. Okay. But in Asia, this is how they use it. Um, they also put it into everything. In Japan, they put it into their food, their, um, their, their drinks, their crackers. And I would like to point out that the Japanese are well known for having some of the um, long, the best longevity and the lowest rates of cancer. And I attribute some of it to the fact that they eat so much algae every day. Yeah, you know, it's, um, it's fascinating. I, I, know, I knew some of it. I didn't know the depths uh, um, of how beneficial it is. Now, one thing that uh, begs attention from me, is it, is it one or the other? Or do you suggest um, situationally you, pl- you pick spirulina or chlorella? Or do you uh, take it in combination? Great, great question. Um, I encourage people to buy them and take them separately because you have more control over it. So if you want more energy or if you're hungry or you're dieting, you may want more of just the spirulina because you can eat a room full of chlorella and it will not satisfy your hunger, but a small amount of the spirulina will. Because uh, of the protein there? Because of the protein, okay. the essential fatty acids, the blend of the nutrients. Maybe you're going to go do a workout or a run or Maybe you're driving your car for hours or you need to focus. We have surgeons, heart, we have truck drivers, we have students who are doing exams. Anytime you need focus and, um, or, and or hunger or energy, spirulina is what you want. In chlorella, if you want um, uh, to remove toxins and just, because you know, 80,000 chemicals have been released into the world since World War II, so we are surrounded by toxins. You need to get them out and you need to correct any ongoing toxins to get into your body. So both of them um, are cleansing, but only chlorella removes the heavy toxins that are um, that you can't avoid. In the body. So, now, are you are you um, cycling these out daily or do you cycle? Are you, 
Are you using chlorella um, situationally? You should use it, both of them, every day. Both uh, of them every day. And, okay. and because they replace your your vitamins, you, you'll save money, you'll save time. Spirulina is so satisfying from a hunger perspective. You'll eat, you'll buy fewer groceries. Uh, you'll need no or fewer sports fuel. So they do replace lots of other things. So we do sell a product called Vitality Bits on our website that's a blend of the two algae because if you don't, if you can't buy two bags and you want just more something that's simpler, then you can just take the one that has the, the blended. But in general, we say, well, you know, most people want energy um, and they're hunger satisfied during the day. So we encourage you to take the spirulina, which we call energy bits, in the morning, have it for breakfast, have it before your workout, have it in the afternoon as a snack, maybe a meal replacement. And then in the evening, because uh, maybe you've had some wine or you worked out or you just gathered some more toxins from the day, take the chlorella at night because your body goes through a detox when you're sleeping anyway. So now you're facilitating it. But that being said, you can eat either of them or swallow either of them any time of day alone, together, with food, instead of food. I have chlorella every morning for breakfast. I love it. Um, but it's just, you know, my preference. And so I, that's my snack foods. I have it for breakfast. I have it for snacks. Um, so you can have either of them. They don't inter- interfere with anything. Um, there's never been a single death or illness from either one of them. Although I will point out because chlorella does pull out toxins and it may perceive, uh, drugs, any medications you're on as a toxin, we only suggest that when you're taking the chlorella, Take it either two hours before or two hours after any medication that you may be on. Very important. Whatever it is. Spirulina does not pull out toxins, so you're completely safe with spirulina. Um, But just be aware of that with the chlorella. The other one thing I just mentioned about the chlorella, again, it's the wellness, recovery, health recovery, sport recovery algae. It has something called vitamin K2 in it. Now, your listeners may not be familiar with vitamin K2. It was only discovered about 25 years ago. It is related to K1, which makes plants green, but there's virtually no food in our food supply that has K2 in it except animal grass-fed animal protein or chlorella algae in a very high amount. And what K2 does, um, it pulls out calcium from places where it shouldn't be. We're all taking B3 and we're all taking um, calcium. The D3 helps the absorption of calcium, but the calcium is being absorbed in the wrong places. It's going to what they call soft tissue, your blood vessels, your brain, your skin, your organs. They're realizing that heart disease, a large part of it, is calcification of your blood vessels. And only K2 will move this calcium out of soft tissue and into your bone. So it also prevents osteoporosis. And while you can get supplements from K- with K2, it's always better to get your K2 from food. And so chlorella gives you the daily amount of K2 that you would need. Uh, the only other place, the only other place you can get K2 from naturally in America is from animal uh, grass-fed animal protein. So Absolutely. Um, I would encourage people to Google K2 and learn about it. It's stunning. It's a stunning discovery. And uh, we're so thrilled that it's in the chlorella algae, which, again, we call recovery bits. Well, we did a podcast uh, about a year ago on K2, so you can even go back and listen to that podcast because that was very informative. Um, I want to get into your products specifically in the last five minutes here. So we talked about, um, I I want you to talk about how much you need to take. And like these little pills are like uh, a size of an aspirin, correct? Yes, yes. How much does someone need to take? You know, we've said that it's got so much protein, um, but how much do you need to benefit from all the nutrients? Well, like all food, you want to listen to your body or all things, quite honestly, and pay attention to what works for you. When I started the company 10 years ago, as I mentioned, our first customers were um, endurance athletes and elite athletes. And so we started them taking 10 of the spirulina before a workout and 10 of the recovery bits, which is chlorella after. They weren't feeling it, so then we went up to 20. When we got to 30 tablets, and we try to refer to them as tablets or bits because they're not pills. I know they look like them, but they aren't. Um, When we got to 30, the athletes felt the energy from the spirulina and they got the benefit of the... um, chlorella because their muscles weren't sore the next day so that's how we came up with 30 tablets per serving 
um, and we sell them in single servings on Amazon. And when we sell them in large bags, we say there's, there's a thousand tablets in a bag and you get 33 servings because it's times 30. But now that we're working mostly with consumers and now that we're realizing that almost everybody is nutrient deprived, we're, we have found that even as few as five tablets of the spirulina might give you some energy that you need, might satisfy your hunger. Uh, if you if it didn't work, then increase it to ten. But you and and by the way, you can take as much as you like because this is food. This is like a salad. We we fuel five NHL teams, and they have seventy five to a hundred tablets in of spirulina in their smoothie before a game because they need that energy on the ice, and they do the same amount in their smoothie after the game because they want to pull out the lactic acid that's built up on those short ice spurts. Of course, Canada, you know, big hockey country, so mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure everybody understands the, the analogy. So you can have as few as you like or as many as you like, uh, but to get maximum benefit from a workout or to pull out toxins, 30 is what we recommend, but you can certainly start with five if you prefer a smaller quantity. Remember, you can swallow them or you can chew them. Um, we, especially the chlorella, which we call recovery bits, you can, as I say, they taste really good with sea salt or almonds or macadamia nuts or banana chips or coconut chips or in salads as a garnish. Um, so once you can learn to eat them, it's much more satisfying and you truly understand they are a food. But start as few as five if you like. Or, you know, or do the full 30. Or jump right into it. Now, where can people find out more information about the product, your website, uh, perhaps order some? Can you give us that information? Yes. Absolutely. Our website is energybits.com, E-N-E-R-G-Y, B for boy, I, T for Tom, S for Sam, dot com. We're very active on social media, and you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, in, it's just Energy Bits. Um, so please reach out to us there. If you have any particular questions, you can email us at customercare.com. We do sell through Amazon in the United States. We aren't set up yet on Amazon in Canada, but you can now buy single servings if you're listening from America or have an address you can ship to in America. So you can try them out first. They're only $4 for a single serving, and there'll be 30 tablets in a single serving. On our website, we only sell the large bags. There's a thousand tablets in a bag. Mm-hmm. Um, but And we have a discount code, the word BITS, B for boy, I, T for Tom, S for Sam. That gives you 20% off um, anything you order, any of the bags. So just it only works on our website, energybits.com, but it will give you 20% off. And if you order four bags or more, we provide you with free shipping. And do you ship um, to Canada from your website? We do. Excellent. We do. Okay. Um, it does take a little longer, and it's a little expensive. As a Canadian, uh, I want to be set up in Canada, but it's, we're a tiny company, and so it's very expensive. But we do ship every day to Canada, Excellent. Uh, whether you're in Vancouver or Halifax, so uh, in Toronto, of course. Well, here's to so, making yeah, we, your tiny company grow <laughs> into a, a much bigger one. I, you know, it's it's profound, the, the benefits of this, and I'm so glad that you joined us on the show to tell our listeners about it. So everybody, you'll find, uh, once the podcast goes up on SoundCloud, you'll find all this information there. Uh, Catherine, thank you so much for joining us. It was a really informative um, thank conversation. Thank uh, I learned a lot. <laughs> and everybody, we will talk to you next week on the Health Hub. Hosted by Kathy Biasi, here on Radio Maria Canada.